bricks got that heat, boy. What episode am I on? I'm on OK6. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Six God status. This is horrible. Okay, so welcome to another episode of Tea with Tammy. And this is episode six, Woo! season three, Turn Up Gang Gang. And we have a special guest in the building. Now, wait a minute. I don't even know how to pronounce your last name. So let me just have you introduce yourself. Yeah. Because I'm going to butcher your last name. No problem. Okay. So my name is Christopher Tandre. It's like Andre okay. with a T at the I, beginning. I wanted to say that. I might no. as well just. Bro, you good. Man, I'm mad. No, don't even <laughs> worry I about it. Right. You know how many people be mispronouncing that all the time? People misspell my name all the teachers, time. Teachers, it's like that SpongeBob meme when they're like leaning on the wall, <laughs> breathing hard, like teachers who can't pronounce names. If I had money every time, I'd at least probably be able to like buy like a combo or some set like <laughs> plays. This is like common enough. People misspell my first name all the time too because I do it with a K. Um, yeah. So for all those I who are listening, that. my name is Christopher Tandre K. <laughs> R I S T O P H E R and then T O N D R E. And if you want to get fancy, add a little accent mark at the end of yes, it and everything. I, I think it's French. I'm not really sure. That's on my dad's side. We're not really that tight. Because so. I did take French in high school and college. So See, I tried okay. to do a Duolingo for like two weeks trying to teach myself yes, French. And I was like, to... I broke my streak and I never went back. Okay, that's basically me. <laughs> We're living the same life on Duolingo. Yo, it's like Twitter. It's like everyone's lived the same life. Right? Everyone had the same childhood. Everyone Y'all had the same conversations around this table? Y'all fell for the same basic bit? Damn, I feel for you. She's in my like eighth period science class too. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. Oh, thank okay, you. Okay, let's let's keep this going. Yeah, because we can be it. laughing all day. True, this is gonna be a fun episode. So Okay, so Yeah. This is like my first time meeting you, but I've like known of you. Same. <laughs> You're goofy. But I've known of you for a very long time oh, because same. you've just been Thank like you. into hip hop yeah. and like people who are also into hip hop and are like mutual friends would like retweet yeah. you and then I'd be like, oh, let me follow him. I He's think we on really the same had like the same circle of people. It's just we haven't had that Venn diagram overlap yet. Exactly. And so just now it's just like all these. Off shifted timeline that we're on. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, because that's how it is with me on a lot of people with Twitter because I'm like, I follow mm-hmm. people because I'm like, hey, you know so and so, you know so and so. I'm going to follow you. And it's like mm-hmm. just this past year before I graduated. Graduated. And you see how on Twitter, if you go to someone's bio now, it says who the so mutual so also followers is. Yes. Because <laughs> I used to just creep through people's followers and following. Right, I'm exactly. Like, I'm like, okay, who do you know? You follow these people, but do they follow you back? Mm, that's Are you real? Tweet. Like, you let's be real. Fishing me. That happened on Tinder. It's like, that was bad. That's why I like try to get away from it. I'll just oh be getting gosh. curved. So I just try to stay oh, off. Oh, no, no. We're going to get you. We're going to get you right. <laughs> Don't worry. That's a lost cause. We're going to move on to the next thing. <laughs> Okay, so but tell me about your yeah. hip hop background. Okay. So what has intrigued you about the culture, and how do you contribute to the culture? Uh, I hope I'm contributing. Otherwise, I'll probably quit life. But um, the well, way now you are now being on so. the show. So. Exactly. Thank yes. you. Blessed. <laughs> Can I get like a certified check on Twitter now? Yes. Nah, but I guess for me, like the way it first started is Ti versus Tip. Mm. Big things popping. Mm. I remember being like twelve or Take thirteen. 
and watching like ESPN Sports Center. It was uh-huh. like during the summer. Okay, so I'm at my grandparents. There ain't really nothing to do up there, middle of nowhere, Texas. And so I'm watching a lot of ESPN because I feel like, hey, that's what all teenage guys are supposed to do watch mm-hmm. sports. <laughs> right. I'm trying to fill a stereotype. And <laughs> right. so that was like their summer song of the series, mm. or however the word is, a bunch of alliteration and stuff. <laughs> and so Big Things Popping was like my first like big introduction into rap music like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to like my grandma's doctor's appointment we went to a mall i found the fye caught the album <laughs> popped it in my portable FYE, yes. disc player and everything we stopped uh-huh. by hobby lobby i had to get batteries because i was already wearing it out oh, and like so that was my introduction to rap because people i've had people ask like what did you listen to growing up and i remember riding around in my mom's like astro chevy van listening to like mix 96 top 40 hits mm. and Swahili like tribal music like she had a bunch of stuff like that so it was like top 40 and Swahili like hymns and everything mm-hmm. and then I just eventually got into rap music Ooh, which is funny because my mom I was remember getting a fallout boy CD and she was not like entirely pleased with the amount of cursing <laughs> on it and this was before I was even in rap wow and she's like well, I don't particularly approve of all the music on here, but I'll let you listen to it, and then I get into rap music, and so I've just kind of been <laughs> self-taught. It was a since it, yeah, perfect gateway drug. Shout out to Fallout Boy. Shout out to Pete Wentz. That's hilarious. Shout out to all the emo kids right? of like Aww. the middle school days. Middle school days. See, right? but I had I went to Zachary. We had a dress code, so we couldn't even like fully so flourish. Did I. I had uniforms. Yeah, I'm See, not gonna say where I went. Got you. See, nah, <laughs> but, everyone uh, still had I the ways to like finesse. Like you knew like all the basic people wore like the red polos with the black. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who were a little more popping wore the khakis with the black, and sometimes yeah. depending on the undershirt, it's like, oh, I see you. <laughs> I was trying to be popping with my accessories, so I had a really cool belt. It was studded. And I had really cute big earrings. I had a nice purse and cute shoes. You know, I was I could like, never pull that off. I, I have to stand out somehow <laughs> with this uniform. See, my standing out is like I used to have a bowl cut before just pre Justin oh Bieber, and then I went to a fade like right in the middle of my seventh grade year. Like I okay. went from like mushroom top fuzzy head to like a uh, five on top, three on the side fade along the background and everything. <laughs> like I still remember my combs. Like so, shout out to all the barbers who helped me out through the years. <laughs> you're too funny. Okay, so for the audience who, yeah. if you're listening, we are sipping some tea right now. It's fire. Oh, yes it is. I made it I made it pretty well. Though, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but you know. Nah, retweet, quote beep. that fire emoji. <laughs> yes, beep beep. It is, okay, it's a mixture of two teas now. We experimented. It is half strawberry kushmi tea, and then the other half is the peach tranquility. Tranquility. Yes. Thank Man. you. God got you. <laughs> Thank I you. got you. That tea from Tavana. And so we mix the two, add a little honey, and man, what's it taste like? Tell me. So fire. Honest. It's so good. I feel like I'm already like almost done with my cup. It's good. Like it has. And there's like, like a... no gun to your head. Let them know. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm perfectly sober. Nothing's hyped up. He's not tied up in a closet right now. He's yeah, my honest. arms are fully in range motion from my decent. I mean, my pants decently. My pants are a little more fitted, so I don't know if I have free range motion oh my in my gosh, legs. You're too funny. But uh, no, nah, this is good. Like I like the like subtle sweetness to it and everything, okay. and like the honey. I think adds a nice touch. And then I mean, this peach and strawberry, which I think on their own are really strong flavors, mm-hmm. but I think they really do well like meshing together in this. Right. Nice. Okay. And so as we sip our tea, let's talk about some new music that has recently dropped. About it. Um, I'm going to particularly talk about three projects and then you can add or subtract um, what you've listened to okay. <laughs> since like Thursday or whatever, new music. 
Oh, yeah, that and happened so, recently. Right, exactly. And so, the obvious, let's just get out of the way, Cardi B, she released her Invasion of Privacy. It's 13 tracks. I personally enjoy it. Um, there's probably like three songs, three, four maybe songs. I'm just like, eh, okay. Or it's just like, I'm already over it, like Bodak Yellow. Like, that's yeah. skippable at this point. No, but it's definitely. still fire in general. Yeah. But um, yeah, I love I Do. Like, that's fire. Money Bag, that's, that's fire a good one. as well. I like that one, yeah. Um, people are loving um, Bickenhead. Like, I'm not a fan of it. I feel like. That is a solid B side to me. The thing yeah. I think the thing I appreciate about it most is like the Project Pat sampling of Chickenhead yes. cuz I'm such a like sucker for southern stuff. Right. And so I like I li- like I heard that I'm like, "Oh, I know exactly what this mm-hmm. is." But no, like I totally it's get like you. It's like when you sample the south, it's like you're getting yes. this crazy like credibility along with it. Like, yes. ooh, like yeah. And then I just see and I feel like she didn't do it justice. It I See, I just feel like the overall album was just kind of like it's solid. For a debut, but it doesn't blow me away at all. Yes, exactly. It was missing some of that Cardi B charm. Like, it needed a sprinkle of something. I feel like it needed more identity for Cardi. Because I remember listening through it. I've only given it one listen review, let me be clear. So, I mean, I could go back and change my mind. Mm -hmm. But... Okay, Okay. because I listened to it, like, a good four or five times. I only got through once, because I was like, this is solid for a debut. Yes. And I'll put it like that. Because my standard for albums overall versus debuts is so separate. And then okay. I look at the fact she's on Atlantic too, which I feel like there's track record with like albums and debuts yeah, especially. Yeah. Like it's not the strongest. So the way I look at it is like the songs I liked off top were of course Bodak Yellow. Mm-hmm. Although honestly, if it was a stronger project, I feel like it would have been a bonus cut. Oh yeah. Like yeah. it, it yeah, wouldn't even yeah. like I get the setting of where it is. It's a perfect like fourth track on there. Mm-hmm. But I mean it really was released just under a year ago by right? about like a like, month or two. It's old. And that's sad because I mean it's still less than a year. Yeah. But if it was if it was a better album, it would be a bonus cut that would end up on the regular version, not even a deluxe. Yeah. Maybe a remix for a deluxe version or something. It would have yes. been a bonus cut. It wouldn't have been. But then it's like I feel like who would have matched it because even then it's almost like kind of a cover since it's like the Kodak track. This is what so, I feel like it was missing, and I tweeted it about. I tweeted about this. Mm-hmm. I think she needed like female rapper on there, like I saw that, yeah. to kind of like balance her out or bring more out of her yeah. to like you know have that little friendly like rivalry or competition. Like yeah. she needs that. I feel like to get her going because I feel like she went in on motorsport. A lot of people like that verse. And that it's was like a great I feel verse. like she went hard because she probably heard Nikki's verse on it, and so I feel like she she could have had like Cash Doll on there or another like stripper yeah. rapper girl like you know and them go yeah. in about that stripper rapper life and that would have been a nice track and it would yeah. have gave her that nice sprinkle of personality I think for me it was like I tried to think of like who would be someone because I feel like with something like that you have to have someone who's just about on par with you yeah and I just could not think of another female rapper who was on par Cash Doll with Cart- Cash really? Doll because I'm not a huge fan of Cash Doll because okay. I feel like sometimes she's I don't know a bit awkward on the yeah. beat but I like her I, I really okay. do like her and I feel the exact same way about Cardi B okay. like sometimes she's awkward on the beat like you yeah. know her accent is sometimes you have to get used to it I, I heard um, like uh, someone talking about how she was pronouncing text 
and like in one of her songs she says Texas and it's like what is she saying Texas okay. or like oh, text like, messages te- oh, okay because like she was saying Texas yeah <laughs> okay so, I got like, you. she can be a little awkward on the beat too but I feel like their chemistry would like match and like make sense which one's Cash Doll again Cash Doll she's darker skin really tall um very long weave straight weave what song where is she from you know? is she the one who's from like um, Dallas area she just had a um, a mixtape called Barbie something. I feel like I, I'm not too familiar with the dolls. Uh-huh. I've like I've seen the names, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I haven't exactly peeped. <laughs> it's really hard for me to keep up because I know these like yeah. Cash Doll. I know Cuban Doll is the one from Cuban Dallas. Doll, I know yeah. she's and I know I think she had beef with another doll, but I forget. Yeah, it was the one Asian doll. I think yeah, who was featured Asian on the doll, Bad Baby maybe. remix. Ooh, yeah. Okay. That was a yeah, song. Yeah, she yeah. really showed up on that one, which is why I wanted to pick for her. That was actually a surprisingly good song. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, feel I like was it, like, I don't know about this. The Bad Baby tracks really aren't that bad. Like, right? I like, I'm kind of, like, 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 nervous admitting that, but whatever. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> solid. I feel like it fits the mold of what it is. But, and then just to sprinkle a little bit more information about Cardi B, she has announced that she's pregnant. I knew she was waiting for us to know. See, I was just like, I thought it was already out. Like, exactly, like, she, like it was basically was out. out. Yeah. It was something that we already knew, but yeah. she was confirming it, and I knew she was waiting for a big platform to do it on because that's what a smart person would do in the industry, Makes right? Sense, it's like yeah. if I'm gonna spill the beans, I'm gonna do it right. Yeah. And so she did on SNL. You know, she showed a little baby bump, and she looks pretty far along. And I'm like, how are you gonna tour this summer? That's like, a real when question. When are you yeah. due? Because this is not... Yeah. <laughs> when the, it's like, you're when not you to snap that quick. When you pay for the VIP ticket and you end up having to go into the delivery room with her. Oh my gosh. Like, that's, <laughs> oh wow. That's a definitely the VIP meet, package. Yeah. Water break. Like, you get to meet and greet the new child too. Wow, exactly. <laughs> like you might, you might get more than a souvenir. You might end up walking away the godmother. Like all of a sudden too. Like right after the concert and oh everything. Oh my gosh. But, Other new music I listen to is Eric B., um, his oh, album. Oh, Bellinger, right? Uh, yes, Eric okay. Bellinger. Um, Easy Call. Okay, and so that album was nice and solid. And I also listened to Shantae Moore. I don't know if you know who she is. She's a throwback old school R&B artist. But she okay. um, released an EP called One of Four. And so it was like six tracks. And it was really good. Really good. I think it's five tracks, actually. But it was like smooth. And it was very like sensual, romantic, and loving. Yet very powerful at the same time. And nice. like had some attitude. And so it's a good album. But what are some... Some new music you listen to. And it doesn't even have to be like new, new. It can just be in general. Got you. I feel like a lot of my stuff is definitely... I feel like my earbuds are definitely more to underground. Mm -hmm. Like, I really... There hasn't been too much just impressed me mainstream. Yeah. Like, really one thing I've listened to more recent that just dropped this past Friday was Kevin George with his project Loveland. Okay. How's that? Yes. I like him. I like it. Like, I like his stuff. I remember seeing it on, like, the Pigeons and Planes. It was like, if you like this, you'll like this. And his stuff was, like, in favor to the weekend. I peeped, and I was like, okay, this is very House of Balloons, and I very much like it. And it's okay. just, like, it's similar enough to where I get the vibe, but also, like, enough of a unique twist that's maybe, like, a little fresher mm-hmm. to where it's, like, I can appreciate it for its own and not yeah. just in comparison or, like, the good value version. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, very solid. Let's see. Seven tracks uh, already features, uh, like, the first single that dropped, High Like This, which is just a perfect late night mood track mm-hmm. i feel like it's a great album to like either cruise around to on the way to pick up the homies like when you're just in the car by yourself late at <laughs> yeah, night street lights funny. already on you might already have like your <laughs> half off milkshake on. by sonic because it's already past Ooh. 8 p.m or like you're getting ready to like 
lights type low. Like you got one of those floor lamps and you got it dimmed down low this enough. This is and very everything. descriptive. I love this. I I'm see there. like visuals in my head when right? I listen to stuff because yes, for me I that's important. That. Like I have albums I go to for late night drives and that's my stuff. Mm. But like Kevin George one, I like it a lot. It's just chill R and B with enough of a little like rap edge to it that makes it just like okay right it's like okay. that little bit of like stank face but just like <laughs> damn I'm wearing my full button up and put on like the nice cologne and everything so you like stank face but you also feel a little sexy too at the same time like I think <laughs> it's great for that um beyond that another person I've been listening to is uh Tommy Gold out of Austin he just dropped his project Dorian which that's the homie I've known him since he dropped his debut no okay, good okay you might need to share the link yeah, I got you. And what I love about his stuff is it always is like, it reminds me of like the DIY like vibe of early odd future. Mm, and I like so, it already. Yeah. I like that. He's such a good dude. And that's a big thing for me is because I will base my fandom on someone based on the music itself and the quality of it, what they're saying, but then also them as a person. Right. Me too. And so I'm a huge fan of Tommy because That's why like, we've canceled R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people that could get canceled right now. It's like, I'm going right. to still jam like Chocolate Factory and Double Up. <laughs> but it's like, I have problem listening to anything pre-trial because I got to question the age of the girl he's singing to. Exactly. Because like, I remember Who listening to, to, I'm saying, because I remember like reading some, hearing something off, like, I think you said something about a dress. I'm like, are you buying her a wedding dress or a prom dress? Because like, I'm not sure which one you're going for. <laughs> Yo. Maybe around here on the west side and everything, let's be real. Exactly. <laughs> but everyone either looking 21 or 12 nowadays, and that's a problem and everything. Mm-hmm. Nah, but one thing, like I was saying, I really jammed Tommy. He just dropped his latest project called Dorian. It's a song, I think, eight track. It has like a part, it's like kind of split into a part one, part two. Mm-hmm. But hearing the, like, having heard every album he's dropped since his debut, No Good, I hear the progress and it makes me so happy. Like, he pulled out a double time flow on one of these. I'm just okay. like, yeah. Like I get I get geeked out over stuff like this because it makes me so happy seeing yes. especially like artists evolve but then my friends evolve and just keep making great music. Like yes. if Kevin George was like late night getting ready to go out, the Tommy Gold one is like chilling in the coffee shop, sunny day in the spring, probably by a big old window, you got a fresh cup of gel or even some fire tea like this. Mm. And <laughs> yes. you're probably like working on like and it's got to be the indie coffee shop this ain't no starbucks this is like your <laughs> yes. corner neighborhood type cafe they might let a dog or two run through because like one of the people and everything you know the cook in the back and so you add the uh, extra like things to it like it's just a, that kind of feel-good suburban vibes. music yes <laughs> so really been jamming that i okay. mean beyond that there's stuff i'm looking forward to but that's about all i'm listening to like right now as of late okay yeah i've been pretty limited too i need to make a new playlist i need to jump into some new new music but Mm -hmm. let's burn through some mini topics before we get to some main show topics so first mini topic okay so the hip-hop docuseries on netflix rapture yes eight episodes in each episode there's artists (laughs) um you know just kind of describing what they've been through what defines them as an artist and where they they see themselves in the industry and the culture and so so, like I said, eight episodes. First one was Logic, then it went into Nas and Dave East, then T.I., G.E.Z., 2 Chains, Rhapsody, Just Blaze, and then A Boogie. Nice. And so, what did you think of the series, and what was your favorite episode? 
Honestly, I just jumped to the first two I was interested in. I didn't like even go you to didn't, order. Like go through. Yeah, I started with the two chains one. one. Of those viewers. Well, I didn't think it was one of those where it's like you had to start at a certain point. No, yeah, I didn't yeah, think yeah. it carried over. <laughs> really, like so, I started with two chains. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. I'm gonna keep it like this is what I love, and then I went GEZ right after that <laughs> okay, because okay. I'm like, this is the stuff I this is the stuff I regularly play. Like of all the ones they have on there, like they're all great artists. Yeah, they're all but great. the ones I jam, like the ones I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. To Titty Boy and Gerald, like that's it. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> I thought funny. it was dope. Like it kind of reminded me a lot of like VH1's Behind the Music. Yes. Which I don't know what happened to that. Right. But they would be so popping even more with that. Like. Like there's so many more people they could do it now, and it was cool watching that show because like you'd get like your Pinks, you'd get your like Christina Aguilera's, you'd also yes, get like you get your Legends, you, you get your Nelly. Your that, that's how I learned Nelly was a drug dealer. Yeah. I had no idea before oh, VH1. That country grandma. I'm saying <laughs> down down baby with the street sweeper like i did not catch that first time that's hilarious but that's what i liked about this is because it really reminded me of just kind of like that kind of show and i missed that honestly and so i liked kind of seeing further with two chains i like seeing further with g easy exactly. i thought it was dope like how they brought in especially on the g easy when they brought in his mom they had a 40 on there and i'm like yes. this is perfect like for yes. g easy it was it was a nice one that was one of my favorite ones so g easy was my fave rap city nice. just blaze and then a boogie just because i learned the most out of those episodes mm-hmm. because watching the other episodes i didn't really learn anything i already knew everything they kind of said in their docuseries yeah. especially with logic because he's so transparent in every step that he I'm takes and fan. so watching yeah. his episode episode i was like okay this is a great display of your life but i've heard it all already yeah. many times before see we need the post-divorce <laughs> episode now because that's gonna have more details that logic we want. did not need an episode <laughs> I, like that's why that's honestly why i jumped around too because i'm like i'm not about to sit here and watch like an hour-long thing on logic like i'm yeah. just not interested yeah. like the recent album that dropped too i was just like a friend of mine we we're picking up some stuff in austin one time and like he played the album like I'm just sitting there like, okay. All right. Like, <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. Like early on, like I'm, I hate that I have to be that person. But yeah. I love mixtape logic. You know, like that's me. Hey, I'm that fan. We all have that. Like nah. I was so excited when he got on the double XL list, and then from there yeah. it was kind of just like mm, I feel like he like felt like he. I don't know. It's hard to describe. I just remember having conversations on Twitter with people in like random threads years ago. It's yeah. like logic is like really playing up this nerd, like nice guy thing. Yeah. Like, and what's going on? Like, like we he, know he's a nerd. We know he's nice. He doesn't have to like amplify, amplify yeah. it so much. Like we get it. See, for me, it's almost <laughs> like you think of like every stereotypical, like coming of age white movie. And it's like, you have right? the girl next door. Well, he's the younger brother next door. <laughs> <laughs> or like the main character's younger brother. That is so yes. Because it's like you see them; they're a little annoying. They kind of get into it, and they're always like having like serious discussions, probably digging the at the main character. Younger brother, and hilarious. then probably like busy playing video games. He comes over with his bicycle, like, "Hey, you want to play?" I love your visuals and how your like your mind is. <laughs> I mean, I do graphics, so I feel like that just partially influences. But then I was the only child, so for a lot of times I had to use my imagination. So yes, then for me, I I'd see. like. I'll play stuff in my head and I see music videos but like Logic was always like the younger brother next door so and I just I feel like I'm just waiting for him to hit, hit puberty and like grow up a little bit uh-huh. like this man literally just had a divorce because he's like well I realized it wasn't really the life for me and I'm like bruh <laughs> what? exactly but let's just keep burning through these mini topics <laughs> okay so let's let's talk about Tyrone let's call him Tyrone one more time real quick like let's yeah. just 
Because right now, Tyrone Hankerson Jr. from the Howard University financial aid scandal is now suing HU for releasing his personal information. Because throughout this process of the scandal coming, you know, to the news and to the forefront, you know, things were said about, you know, his process in school. And so, you know, he has the money, obviously, to hire a really good lawyer. (laughs) And it sounds like it's going in his favor right now. And it's like crazy how like the table have turned yeah. so quickly and it's like I'm kind of happy but not because like it's still foul yeah. what he did <laughs> see here's my thing with it one I'm upset it had to be a historically black college like you couldn't finesse right. some white people I'm right. sorry you couldn't go to like t- let's okay let's let, let the cat out the bag Texas State kind of racist you couldn't like pull this shit there like for real <laughs> I should like <laughs> like come on why'd you like that's black on black crime right there that is messed is. up that's like you're I literally think of that. like cause I like I wanted to double check I was like okay Howard like I'm pretty sure that's an HBCU and I was like I looked and it was like the first thing I see in the scripture a historically African American college I'm like of all places you're gonna pull this off of you had to do it there Tyrone. like you couldn't do it like I don't know like Tyrone a Syracuse <laughs> like let's be like the one where it's like the only diversity they got is on the athletic teams like one of those universities yes. you couldn't pull it off there like for real yes exactly but uh, that's like the one thing like if it was anywhere else I feel like I'd be rooting for him <laughs> right exactly I it's can't like even you lie to, but like no like if this was like a USC a UCLA <laughs> like right exactly I also wouldn't be surprised if it was like a Florida crazy yes. stuff always happens in Florida yes but, like, uh, Florida man <laughs> yes, Florida man Florida yes. man <laughs> I just caught up so I know yes no but I was just like why couldn't this happen like at a like why can't this happen at a more Caucasian university? <laughs> more like, Caucasian. Yes. So we'll see what, how that plans out. I mean, like I said, he has the money for a really good lawyer. And so, I mean, we'll, like I said, we'll see. You know? I mean, but it's like someone said, it's like he's playing chess, not checkers. Right? Like, I saw that. I'm like, that is so true. Like, this man probably embezzled this, but now he's able to sue for like 10K. Mm. That, Crazy. Like, that man gonna come out with no student debt, and I'm kind of jealous. Right, like, right. Pay for... Let if he do, stop. though, he's stupid. Let me stop. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Let's talk about my husband and babe, Drizzy Drake Rogers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Aubrey Graham. You okay. know, uh, Jimmy Brooks. Um, Wheelchair Jimmy. Should I keep going? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know my husband and I know him well. Um, he has dropped a new song and music video. Yeah. Nice for what? <laughs> now, let me just say... Because it's already out there on print. Mm-hmm. I, I tweeted it. <laughs> First listen, I wasn't feeling it. Just yeah. because it wasn't the Drake that I was wanting or expecting. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Like, what is this? Like, I was just thrown I was so thrown off. Yeah. Like, listening. I was like, ooh, nice for what? Like, how okay, are yeah. about to be on some shit? Like, when you judge it by the title alone. It's <laughs> right, like, exactly. And I was okay, like, mm, coming and I was like, trying to look at the cover art. I was like, okay. Got you. Play. And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, <laughs> okay. Big Frida. And then I was like, Lauren, where did you come from? Yeah. Yeah. And and then I was like, bounce, twerk. I was like, no, yeah. Drake, what is this? And then second listen, I was like, okay, I'm twerking too. I'm trying Got to bounce you. too. And so it grew on me, obviously. Yeah. And then the video drops. And I was like, well, now I have to love this song. Yeah. Like, it, it made even more sense with the lyrics behind it and all these beautiful, you know, talented women in the industry. And yeah. I was like, okay, this is a hit. Like, how, what are your thoughts? I mean, first off, I'll just say I've not like I haven't really been the biggest Drake fan, not oh, since like post Take Care. My heart. But for me, that's more so. I love the music. It's just the person sometimes rubbed me the wrong mm. way. 
And so... How so? Wait, we need to, we need to touch this. Okay, no worries. <laughs> really quickly, though. For me, it was just, like, the general approach. The way is, like, sometimes buying from stuff. Like, okay, you're going to borrow this from, like, Rapping Forte, but not maybe give the proper credit. Maybe borrow this with the interpolation here. And just some okay. of the way, and then just, like, the... He'd be trying to get into, like, the sports team's championship. And it's like, oh, what do you mean I'm denied? Like, it just kind of seemed... <laughs> It kind of seemed like the ball boy who was trying to, like, ball out more than maybe what his contract should have been. And so, I'm just like... Stop it. Like six I'm, God? Are you talking about the six God? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just me. But I will say, I was, like, pleasantly pleased with this track. I was, like, And I feel like that's why I want to say, like, I haven't always been the biggest fan. But this one, actually, like, I was pleasantly pleased. I wasn't really sure what to expect. Because... I mean, stuff like, what was it, Views, I was yeah. wishy-washy with, didn't really pay much attention to the one after that. Okay. And so, for me, I was just like, okay, this is more solid. More Life? What? I didn't, skipped over More Life? I think, for me, it was just it was so hyped as, like, a playlist or, like, a mixtape. I yeah. wasn't sure how to look at it, and so... But I loved that, because, like, Drake is so, like, I get what you're saying, the approach, but I'm such a, like... No, and I get <laughs> I that, yeah. I see the other side of it, where it's yeah. like, yeah, I would do that, too. Like, yeah. I'm totally titling this a playlist, and just to, like, <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> fulfill, like, requirements, or yeah. just to, like, get away if it flops, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. very calculated, where he, like, plays it safe sometimes, and yeah. I'm like, duh, I would do that, too. <laughs> see, but yeah, no, but it's like, this one left me, like, pleasantly, like, okay, this is... Yes. I feel like it's a good start, I feel like it's the right first step into whatever's next. Well, I mean, uh, God's Plan is like one of the biggest singles like ever now. Supposedly. True. I heard that on the radio. You can never really trust these stats because they change uh, every day. And these yeah. record-breaking things. But I heard something where it's like one of the biggest singles ever. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, God's Plan already? Like, they literally just dropped. Yeah. But looking at the video, I was like, okay. Like, all I these beautiful the women. Yeah. But I was like, where's Nikki? She would have been a nice uh, addition, right? True. Or, or not? Well, I mean, like, what's going on with that? I mean, I'm Man. honestly wondering what the relation, like, is. Because I feel like, even if they try, like, because, I mean, I feel like you can be friends with someone, even after a bad situation, but it's never the same as it was before. True, but I mean, they did do no, no fraud, so. True. Although, I gotta shout out them, because, like, the way he was able to, like, shine, like, Letitia Wright, who, I haven't seen Black Panther yet, I know, I'm asleep, <gasps> but, like, I know her from Top Boy. You ain't Boy. sleep, you dead right now. Come on, give it the program. I mean, inside, internally, kind of, so I'm not that far <laughs> off. But, like, the we'll shout out for, like, Letitia Wright, Tiffany Haddish, and then Sid. The fact he had yes. Sid in there, I just, like, I remember when she first got started, like, in uh, Purple Naked Ladies, the internet. Like, yes, I that, know. And how, like, I saw her at Stubbs in yo, Austin. Oh, it was such a good show. I can imagine. Nice. So, I'm just, like, I see her from that to this. I'm just, like, oh, I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm, like, that proud parent, even though I never know him. You know <laughs> right? what I mean? Yes. My baby. That's me. Oh, yes. We, we connect on that level. Girl, I got you. Okay, so we burned through those mini topics. Let's get into the... <laughs> The main show topics. Okay, Lit. so let's uh, let's talk about and like flesh out these topics a bit more than what we were doing with the mini ones. In the first one, because you you told me in conversation, he yeah. is one of your your faves. Oh yeah. Um, let's talk about the evolution of Donald Glover, the goat. Yes, he I, he, he oh, essentially man. is a goat. And I'm hoping people listening agree because I stand by that and it seems obviously you do. But like touch on like your initial thoughts or like right now as a person, what do you think of Donald Glover? I love Donald Glover. Like for me, the thing that really just kind of like, like, 
oh, like light shining down, full angelic choir, like type moment. That was like the whole because the internet thing. Because okay. the way I looked at it is like, star. this man, like that song was great. I remember seeing the name of that and I was like, is this a joke? Like, cause I was like, why? Like, in all world caps, star. Right. It was yeah. in all caps. I was just like, you got a song after this? That's like, so cause I feel like world star was just kind of like a meme at that point. Right. It's, yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, fight videos, Vine compilations. Like, that's what world star was to me. Like the occasional part where you're only supposed to be 18. And then like the other stuff uh-huh. was like music videos that are yeah. probably from like the neighborhood drug dealer who knew how to push his stuff. Like uh-huh. simple stuff. So for me, it was that whole thing because it's like. I got into Camp. I thought that was a cool album. Yes. And so that was my introduction to Donald Glover. That was a single. Yeah. Yeah. I always liked the bonus track, Longest Text Message. That was my favorite track. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorites. I need to go back and listen to that. That's still one of my top albums. Fun fact, side note, that's the first review that I did for KTSW. Really? Camp. Yeah, I did that. And then after that, I did the Yellow Wolf album. (laughs) Whatever whatever had... um, The debut or like... Yeah, the one that had Little John on it. Yes, Yes. Radioactive. Yes, I I did those reviews (laughs) with Hey, the rap Caucasian in me has to keep up with the country white boys, okay? <laughs> right, like, there ain't been no hope since Bubba Sparks, okay? And even that one was, like, solid, okay? Because if we're going off, like, Big Schmo or the ATL Twins, it's going downhill. So Ooh. I had to, like, we had, like, Yellow Wolf was on some stuff. Yeah, he was. Um, he kind of ruined things for himself a little bit, but it's whatever. Eh. But uh, back to no, Donald, back yeah. to Donald. For, so for me, it was, like, the whole because of internet experience. Because you look at that, you had the album, which already is, like, that is, like, a complete album to me. That's one of those, like, no skips, Ooh, to my okay. opinion. Because for me, I remember listening to it. I remember when I got it. I got it for Christmas. Aww. I was sick. It was it was so trash. I was sick. And I remember, like, the day I got it, I'm playing it in the background on the... Because, <clears throat> because the inner dot net, reading the script yes. that went with it. Like, to me, it was so crazy because you look at it. He had, like, the prelude movie, Clapping for the yes. Wrong Reasons. He had... Like Topanga. Yes. Yeah, Danielle Fisher. The, the orange tree just randomly yes. like. Picking is like, and it's like, I had this dream and my mom was there and it was my wedding day. And it's like, I was pregnant. <laughs> but it's like, like I wasn't showing, but I knew I was pregnant. And I was like trying to tell Why my mom. Why do I think of LeBron? Maybe because it was at Chris Bosch's house. Oh, okay. I was maybe. like, was LeBron somewhere there? Yeah, I think that's maybe. Because that was like one thing is like they shot it at a uh, house that they rented from Chris Bosch. Oh, okay, yeah. And so it might have been just that Miami Heat yeah. connection at the time. Or basketball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, LeBron's still like big name, so yeah, at that yeah, point, yeah. I feel like anything I like, basketball is related. Coming to my mind, you could talk I... Larry Bird, and somehow it'd still get back to LeBron. Probably. <laughs> right. Like, let's exactly. be real. Exactly. No, but like everything that went into that album was just like incredible to me. And then the one thing, like you're just making all the connections, like how when he was doing the interviews. Was he really as Donald Glover or was he as the character the boy from the script? Like, to me, that was just... <sighs> and I'm glad, I'm glad you bring that up. Um, I'm going to have to, like, bookmark that in my head. <laughs> but <laughs> but let's talk about all of Donald's talents. Okay, yes. so oh Donald Glover is, if you don't know or are familiar with, You're he slept. is a actor, comedian, singer, writer, songwriter, director, rapper, producer, DJ. He's an overall creative. Like wow. Yeah. And like he's really good at all of it. <laughs> right? Insane. Isn't it like annoying kind of a bit like No, like that's gold. But so then it's great. like why can I not like I just need to figure out how to get to that point. And I'm yes. Like, and this is where the bookmark comes comes into play is yeah. because 
he's so I don't want to say spread thin, but he has yeah. his hands in many pots, yeah. and it's hard to tell like who he really is at the end of the day. Yeah, because each thing that he does, he's a different person. I feel like when I see him I acting, that, yeah. he's like a whole different person. When I see him performing and singing, he's a different person. When I see him rapping, he's a different person. Yeah. Like when he when he's doing like interviews, like he's like you know he's just yeah. like different in everything he does, and it's hard to like keep up with him as a person. And it's like that's the only thing I feel like that is distancing himself from being like legendary uh, amongst the culture. Okay. I feel like there's a disconnect because people don't really know who Donald Glover is, right? Like, makes sense. Yeah, like I just feel like, hmm, like, who are you? Like, personality? Like, he's not on Instagram or like Twitter like that. Yeah, he used to be, and then he blacked out. <laughs> exactly, was, he used to be. I remember that transition. It was like 2014. That was right after because <laughs> the internet. That was right when yes. I think he went black and then sober dropped. And that was like, he tweeted out a link, someone favorite it, saved it or something, like screenshots, internet. And then it was like a countdown clock. And I mean, the thing I've always picked up with uh, Donald, Childish Gambino, whatever you want to call him, Bino, um, is like, he, I think what I remember, I can't remember if I saw the interview that he said or if it was someone else's opinion, but he always steps over to the next project when the last one's about to just go, like, even bigger, I feel like. Because, mm. like, he stepped away from 30 Rock, which was a really successful job for him, like, writing for them, and then went Community. Yeah. And then right before Community really blew up is when he went into rapping. Yeah. And then now that, like, I mean, because the internet was probably, like, was it World Star and then 3005? Yeah. That was a huge record. Huge. And Grammy goes, nominated, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that yeah. was the one that was nominated. Yeah, that album was gra- uh, Grammy nominated. That was the year I stopped respecting the Grammys. Like, because that's when you realize it's really a popularity contest being voted on by like fifty-year-old white people who probably only know the opinion of like their like seven-year-old daughter. Uh, So that's why I was like, okay, we're gonna see what's gonna win. (laughs) But like, yeah, but it's just like, oh, but then it's like, yeah, he went to music and then he went into Atlanta mode. Yeah. And so I feel like it continuously somewhere in there there was a Star Wars movie, but yeah. Yeah, like he just went full <laughs> acting mode. I feel right. like even bigger. Like it went from I feel like community was more minor. Like it's a good start to the like yeah. acting. Shout and out to Tina Fey for giving him that opportunity yo. at the age of twenty three. I'm like so jealous. I remember like binging that on like Hulu and I'm just like <laughs> early Bino. Like right. I love it because you can always tell how like how old something is, but like with Bino, like how big his fro is. Like, because yeah. it was, like, shorter and everything, you know? I was yeah. like, okay, this is, like, a little pre-camp or, like... He's been through so many different... And, like, this is... Go, like, goes back to, it's like, who are you, really? Because he's yeah. been through so many different stages. And I'm just like, this is Childish Gambino. He's come a long yeah. way. Because it's like, you see him, like, really young, like, community and, like, mystery team. It's just like, you see him, like, in that stage of life. And then you fast forward to now, and it's just, like, full beard. And it's just like, yeah. of course people grow, but it's just, like, a whole different, like person almost <laughs> I think I, see, I remember someone making a comparison it's almost like with Jamie Foxx like you could go you could send a kid with the best buy someone made this analogy and I forget who it was and I forget where I saw it and I think it was related to Bino it's like you could send a kid in a best buy with a best buy gift card and if he gets like three different things from Jamie Foxx it could all be different things because you, you'd have the comedy you could yeah. have the music and you could have like the acting yes but I feel like no matter what space he's in he's the same person like, I feel like, okay. yes, like, anytime Jamie Foxx does an interview, he's always going to be that charismatic, funny guy. Yeah. And it's like, 
for the most part, Childish Gambino has been laid back in all yeah. of his interviews, but like sometimes he'll just be like, "Are you like mad at the world right now? <laughs> Are you like hi? Like I don't yeah. know. It's just like you're really chippy in one. It's just like you're just ready to rap in one. Like I don't know. It's yeah. just like different vibes. I think that's just time. an Atlanta thing at this point. Is what yeah, I'm picking really up. Like honestly, it definitely like, stands out in the whole Atlanta scene. Yeah, and then because like I think about him, but then I think of like other contemporaries, like the Sahai the Princes, the Fathers, yeah, yeah. like the ones who are like they're still Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, like they're still they're like don't get me wrong I'm a dude from Atlanta and I will still F you up like is that type <laughs> yeah. but you're right they're like the maybe I just don't understand that aspect I need to go to Atlanta I think that's what it is I, right I'm yes I need to take a visit to the black Hollywood like that's what it I is mean, I'd love to go try like, to be on that red go carpet go to Cascades <laughs> Yes. I grew up watching ATL. Yes. Like I said, I got into, I got I got in with Ti. Okay? I'm gonna be holding the rail the whole time, but yes, let's go. I'll just be going around in a circle and everything. I got enough balance, so I'm getting on an ice the ring. Dance moves ready. I'm not routine. that smooth. Okay, I got okay. more rhythm than okay. most people of the, the paleness, but <laughs> you're funny. I'm real with you're it. Too funny. Okay, so with Donald Glover, who? Yeah. What Donald Glover do you like the most? Like me personally, like. Of course, I'm gonna say I love rapping yeah. Donald Glover, oh, yeah. and then of course I love acting Donald Glover. Yeah. But when I say rapping, like you also you can't. It's easy to say that I love the the writer in him as yeah. well because he writes all his bars. And yeah. so I like rapper and actor. I can deal without stand up Donald Glover. Oh, I have his DVD of stand up. Like weirdo. Like when I watch that back, I'm like, this is not funny. I still got the DVD of that one. I got it for my birthday and I remember watching it with my mom and it's like every joke. I'm like, I've watched it enough times on YouTube and I'm like looking over here like, I'm laughing like that. I look over like, are you laughing? Like, can I laugh at this right now? Is it okay if I laugh at this? That's too funny. I'm, like I'm kind of perplexed. And then no. he did like two specials on Comedy Central. Yeah. And then, yeah. And so I can, I can deal without that. And then, like singing Gambino, obviously is successful, yeah. but I can I can do without that as well if I had to choose. Yeah. What about you? I like Camp and because of the internet, Bino. Mm. I like Atlanta, Bino. Yes. I think Atlanta is just like amazing. That show is just gorgeous, and I love how like even Let's when he was talking about to it. That, can we? I'm so about it. Okay. It's like so. I remember him talking about like how really when they're making it, they're like, we might get canceled, so let's just have fun with it. Like that was literally the approach. And then okay, on the last episode, Teddy, I did not realize Bino was playing him. Well, that's that was crazy, Bino. right? I know. I found that out like this morning. Same. I was like, what? I was looking at this. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Like, that was an intense episode. That, I, I was not sure where that one was going. I was just like... I was confused the whole time. Seriously. And I was like trying to guess the end. I was like, first of all, who's getting robbed? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's robbing season. Like, so I've been yes. on it. I was like, okay. Like, uh, Al got his time robbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah last episode, Man, obviously. that was some <laughs> bull. But that's some real that, shit because I've been in that like multiple times. Like especially nah, I was my high school days. Passenger side when they like made a deal and they had like a mini scale right and pulled it out. I was just trying to go get half off drinks at Sonic for happy hour and this uh, only making a deal right there and I'm just like, man, I don't even care for this. Like I just want my half off drink. Like shoot. Too funny. But yes, like Atlanta as a whole, like season one Incredible. and two, an amazing show. A lot of people right now are like feeling awkward and weird. They're like, what happened to Atlanta? Like it's not funny. It's not a comedy anymore. I and was. I don't think it ever yeah. was. Exactly. I don't think they understood what Childish Gambino was even doing from the jump. They might have thought it was comedy if they're like the white people in like the German episode. 
Yeah. Let's be real. Like yeah. they're gonna look at this like, ah, you're funny. I like, I see right, what you're exactly. doing. I'm just like, mm, right. So, <laughs> like, you really don't like. No. Yeah. No, but that show. Oh my gosh. I remember like even remember first hearing about it and then like getting amped up for it. And it's like okay. Right. They're working on a pilot. I'm like, okay, when's this going to drop? I was like on the edge of my seat waiting for Atlanta to drop. And a fun fact, side story. I was in the hospital when it premiered. (laughs) I had tonsillitis. And so I had to make sure that because like when you book into like the emergency room, it's like a long transition from just like little side room to like your actual room. And I was like, the show's about to start. Like I need to be in like my room. The TV needs to be on. That's and connected and yes. like I need to be like I have a heart attack gown. if I'm not in where I need to be to watch the show <laughs> I was being a little diva in the hospital I was like are we getting to the room yet I'd be doing the same thing too I are need Atlanta to be on I mean, like, they got the it on for me cause it had two episodes back to back yes 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 the premiere night of yeah, season what was one that? that was the original one when they got locked up yes like, when they got locked up I remember certain episodes I forget like where cause it's like yes it's one of those where it's like it has subtle things that carry over yeah but each one very does you can stand watch on it out of order like yeah. i visit the show all the time because it's such like short short episodes yeah and so i just like oh, i'm gonna put on this episode and it's like yeah, it's like law and order you can just like drop in and you're <laughs> right. gonna catch up you know the characters you know their antics like <laughs> you know what someone doing. gets shot or something yeah. then it's just like okay then you're gonna follow the next ones because like there's a storyline <laughs> right. to this like, or if you drop into like damn it like <laughs> When did he get his skin bleached? When did this turn into Sammy Sosa hat? Oh, I'm perplexed. Right? I had to, I googled that right when I saw. It. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. But yes, Donald Glover, he is a gem. The Protect goat. him at all costs. He got two kids now. <laughs> Let that man flourish. It, exactly, and a lot of people don't even know that. And like that and that's incredible. Back to my like thing. People I still don't hope know that him. him and like Chance's kids become best friends. Like, I can't wait till all these celebrity kids are, like, so much older. And there's hopefully, like, you get your Kardashian reality show of all this next generation. But then you get the guest appearances from, like, Bino's kid, from Chance's kid. Yep. Like, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be so And then DJ Khaled's kid is just going to be everywhere. (laughs) He going to be the, what's Magic Johnson's kid? Oh, my gosh. I feel like Uh, he... Starts with an E. Erwin? No. 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 EJ. I think that's it. Yeah. I think he's, like, junior or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Asad could be the EJ of the next generation. (laughs) Like, when you're a DJ Khaled's kid... Yeah, you gotta be flamboyant in some way. But uh, moving on to the next main topic, which was a submission topic from Twitter user from Myth to Legend. So, shout out to the Twitter family of the show. Sip, sip. (laughs) Okay, so question is, has rap become a recycled genre? And so, when I read that, um, I immediately thought or the assumption was like is the content or the lyrics or just like the yeah. you know the whole essence of like rap right now just be just repeating itself yeah and so what, how did you take that and what do you think I, like when you send that one my way i was just kind of like because i'm kind of neutral i really don't know how to feel about it because i feel like i could try to go some old head talk like oh it's always been recycled because i mean even early <laughs> right. hip-hop started with like they essentially took samples out of stuff so it was like recycling almost like the music that yes. came before it but then really i just feel like i can definitely see reoccurring trends but i think it goes to the whole cliches like if you don't learn about your past or history will repeat itself type yes thing. yes 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 i mean it happens i feel like 
I mean, I feel like it'll truly be recycled when we get some beef and someone gets popped. Ooh, like, on some yes. East Coast, West Coast. I'm hoping 6 9 I, yeah. I shouldn't say that. I mean, I know. And it's hard not to, though. It's hard. It was so hard not to listening to that Breakfast Club. I was like... I did not Because it. he I was refused. like, I'm, t- I'm untouchable. He said, I'm untouchable. And I was like, ooh, someone needs to touch you right now. Touch, I'm touch bum- him. Touch him. I'm bummed out the thugs from San Antonio didn't jump on. Right. I was hoping my <laughs> city would have, like, come through. Like, shit. <laughs> You yeah. thought the Spurs gang was gonna pull up? Look, I mean, and you know not to mess with that. There's like sunset stuff right there. We're oh not messing my. with that. Oh my gosh! But like, cause for me, I'm just like the way I look at it is, I can definitely see how it might be recycled. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like, I mean, I feel like ain't all music kind of like that in a way? Cause I feel like yeah. you can always pull from anything and be like, oh, this like this wave is kind of like this, like. I think when DJ Mustard first popped up, you were like, oh, this is like uh, Lil Jon, which Lil Jon was like Manny Fresh, and Manny Fresh was just like, <laughs> the whole sound came out of the Bay Area, essentially, like early yeah. on. So for me, it's just like, I mean, it could be recycled, but it could also be like those cool little smensels. That's recycled stuff right there, but it comes out smelling great. Ah, uh, that's funny. Exactly. And I feel like, I feel like hip-hop as a whole, and maybe I'm just being hypersensitive because this is my culture and you mm-hmm. know I ride or die for it but I feel like people are just like very like harsh and like just very critical of, of artists of trying to being super original like we oh, live, yeah. in, live in an age where it's like we're gonna pull from everything like we have to get yeah. inspiration from something yeah. like there's no like exact original idea yeah. like I feel like that can only happen in hip hop if you're the producer making the beat because it's just like things yeah. are coming to you and you're just like oh add a drum there add a drum there but even that it's like you've heard sounds before yeah. and so you're just pulling from things that you naturally like and so that's going to be the same thing in the lyrics. It's just like, oh, I like this type of rhyme scheme because I grew up hearing this type of music. And yeah. it's like you're not intentionally trying to steal or recycle yeah. or repeat history. You're just going off of your inspirations. And like at the end of every you know interview that I've had with every artist I've interviewed, it's like they say, I want to inspire. And it's like yeah. as soon as someone sounds kind of like them or say something similar they're mad and I'm like well didn't you want to inspire the next generation so someone's gonna say something similar to you every once in a while like like right now every I don't want to say every but a lot of mumble rappers or these littles or just like (laughs) children of Lil Wayne like at the end of the day or or just Gucci or like yeah there's like there's always an OG of someone and it's like that they're pulling from I think just because like a lot because I mean we're the age of these people I mean, exactly. I, I, we're feeling older than some of these kids too. Like some of them right. are nineteen. I just said kids. I'm twenty. What? <laughs> like no, and I think part of it is just how like, old are you again? Twenty two. Twenty two. I'm okay. an August baby, so okay. Like I feel like I'm closer to twenty three. My Jordan year now. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be more Jordan year than ugh, anything right? less. No, but it's just like I think part of it is like we because we came up jamming Wayne. Yeah. Like I think I remember talking to someone like I'm so glad I came up when I did because. <laughs> For me, the, like, middle... I feel like middle school is when you're the most, like, influenced by, like, what... For me, that was the Carter three time. Yes. That is a beautiful time to right? be coming up. Like, oh, that... That album, for, like, yeah, like, our generation, that, it's just on a whole other level. Like, that... Kanye's graduation in 808s. Yeah, totally it's just, like, the whole sonically era. different ones, but that yeah. was... That era is just a strong era. And so, I guess the consensus is, it's like, yes and no. 
where it's yeah. just like it's recycled but for the better of the good because like you yeah. were saying you have to know your history like in some type of way it's like how am I supposed to pay homage how am I supposed to like yeah. show my influences and my inspirations it's just like I'm gonna have to like give some type of clue of like yeah. where I'm coming from and I think so, it's just how it's executed exactly like I was if you're literally... sounding verbatim then yeah obviously like I was just thinking about like how <laughs> Atlanta like mm-hmm. The first Atlanta scene really was like trap music, like Ti and Jeezy, you know, yeah, and Shotty Low, R.I.P. And, and like some people may say, like, oh, the real like first of the Atlanta scene is like Goody Mob, exactly, Outkast. It's just like you can say like so many different things, and it's like it's exactly. always gonna trickle down. But it's like even then, you still got trap music. Like yes. <laughs> ten years later, Migos is essentially trap music. Twenty One yeah. Savage is trap music. Bankroll Fresh, R.I.P. Trap music. Yes. Like it's really almost. I think it's just like how Nipsey Hussle would say in interviews. There's still gangbanging going on. It's just people had to recreate because now you can't just jump someone at the corner store without yeah. them like tracing your cell phone signal. Yeah, like that's crazy. OGs didn't have to worry about that. Yep. So different for, times. Like so, it might be recycled, but it's just like how they approach and the execution. I feel like exactly, and you gotta just put your own spin on it. And so yes yeah. and no. Yeah. Myth from <laughs> or from myth to legend on Twitter. Shout out. <laughs> Okay, but the last main topic that I want to flesh out is best projects of 2018 thus far. And so just to jog our memory, I was able to write down some artists who have, you know, released some projects just to, you know, get our our memory going, like I said. And so there's P-Rhyme, you know, there is um, Earth Gang Project, Nipsey, like you mentioned, uh, Jeezy, Migos, Fonte, that Black Panther album, Dobizi, um, and then like some R&B, Tony Remitty, um, Jeremiah, The Weeknd, Tink, Jaqui, Sango, Amber, Olivier. Um, my favorites uh, would be Nipsey, <laughs> Trouble. Um, I love Saweetie's project. Logic yeah. had some good tracks on his, so I'm going to say his was good. Can't and it's relate. actually doing well. Like, surprisingly, I didn't think it would actually do well. I didn't think much. Maybe many people would listen to it. hype. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, the divorce helped somehow in some way. And then, of course, I, I'm feeling Cardi B. I think it's solid. I'm liking the project. It might be because it's so fresh to my memory but yeah. I, I like it and so what are you thinking are the the best projects of 2018 that's honestly blinked on some of those i forgot like the i like i think of the black panther one that's so separate like for me because it's just, oh, like yeah. it's a compilation i was trying to think of like overall albums but, oh yeah just projects yeah you know i blanked on that eps mixtapes yeah soundtracks my, like my top one so far honestly is the migos one culture yeah, two culture two like walk i feel it, like like a talk it walk it that, walk it, walk that, it, that video is <laughs> going that down in video. history I, like, my I husband think, with the Jerry Curl. <laughs> I think people sleep on Migos' creativity with the music videos. Like I remember yes, seeing, like I still remember seeing the one time video off of uh, YRN, and oh, I was yeah. like, how had like a little moving like lips and everything, and yes. the faces. I thought that was so creative. I hadn't seen something <laughs> like that since like a Missy Elliott video, which he yeah. did like the little snake thing. It's like, <gasps> yeah, like that's exactly what it reminded me of. And I feel like I haven't seen something that creative since early 2000s but I feel like Migos once they stepped away from like the typical like bando shoot type stuff like their music videos are really creative but no I, honestly Culture 2 is probably my favorite one of 2018 so far oh, wow. just because I mean I feel like there's a lot to get through because I mean yeah. it's a double album but Ugh, then so many tracks and I think that's why that just turns me off about it it's just like I miss yeah. the days and that's why I like Cardi's album too it was only 13 <laughs> tracks she yeah. kept it kind of short I wish it was only like 11 really yeah. but uh <laughs> like I just I'm a fan of shorter Solid. projects no and I get that 
And I think for me, it kind of reminded me of like early No Limit, like True. Oh, like when yes. they had like uh, I think it was a self-titled True album and everything that had like Swamp on Ooh. there and everything. That was that was a great one. Yeah. Because like when I like harrowed it down, because I'll typically trim an album to like my favorites. And for me, I like the vibe of like BBO with Twenty One Savage. Yes. Uh, Two player with two chains. Yes. Like it kind of has like a little bit of trap funk, but then also like smooth, yes, just like hustler. I love that so when I like trimmed it down funk. to like that, mm-hmm. like it was great because yeah. that's and that became probably when I regularly See, went and I just visited. hate the idea of having to trim. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just like it shouldn't be there then. Like I just hate. I, I don't. I don't like fillers. I don't like skippables. Like that's yeah. annoying. Like, I did that with a lot of albums. Turns me off. Though. Like I'm just gonna skip the project if I have to skip so many tracks. Yeah, I've definitely <laughs> had those moments. I always like <laughs> I have trim to it skip down. Like eleven of your tracks. There's yeah. an issue. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of the stuff I've actually like really enjoyed was like the stuff that was like more on the come up. People like the Kevin yeah, yeah, George yeah. track. Yeah. The Tommy Gold. Uh, have you heard of St. John? No. He's dope. He actually used to write for Usher and Jadena, apparently. Oh, really? And there was one other person, but I forget who, but those were the two that just, oh. like, connected for me. Okay, that's and a big deal so, already. But he's, I think, Brooklyn or Manhattan, I forget which one, honestly. But he just dropped a, uh, his debut project, Collection One, and okay. it's Send the good. link for that as well. Hopefully you're taking notes to, to send me the links to oh, all Oh, yeah, I people. got you, girl. Yo, yes. I love sharing new music for Yes, that. Like, right? That's that what one we right should there, be here, right? Sharing good. is caring. Like, three below. Like, to me, I was talking to someone, and I was like, he tweeted something about ASAP Rock, and was like, hey, have you heard of St. John? Because for me, it reminds me of, like, the New York fashion sense with a little bit of finesse. Yeah. And it's just like, it's that high-end luxury. Okay. Like, back when street goth was a thing, it's a mix of that very urban, but also very high-end. Like, you yeah. probably got some Javinci, like, Javanchi, however you pronounce that. <laughs> All my stuff are rap tees and, like, flannel. I don't know. I don't know either. Pass that I'm Versace. I'm yeah, poor. exactly. Don't, let, don't exactly. let anything fool you. Where my bootleggers at? <laughs> nah, but it's like, the St. John one is, like, very, like, it's high end mm-hmm. but like still very just like raw and I love that and then another one that's been a favorite is the Hoodrich Pablo Juan and Brodinsky yes Hoodrich like Pablo. The Matrix have you heard that one I think so. yes yes. it's yes, like yes, all yes. EDM yes yes, yes 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 that goes so <laughs> hard he's up for double XL list right I feel like he'll turn it down though I mean that's talk for a lot of artists yeah. that are like up for it and I guess we can kind of like touch on this if we have a yeah. bit of time like we can kind of transition but <laughs> as for the double XL list of the voting like yeah. how do you think that's that's gonna go or, or who did you uh, vote for and who do you want to be on the list honestly voting ended before I even realized it did yeah I did it, vote like, this year I think I voted once and I forget who it was I want to say TK I want to see if they can get him <laughs> out of jail like <laughs> they could get him out of jail. They didn't get Chief Keith out of jail, but they did make a special eleven spot for yeah, him. Yeah, I want that for him. He's from Texas, yeah. so I'm gonna stick with my own. I'm very no, like, yeah, 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 I'm very sure. pro that. But no, like <laughs> I was looking at it earlier, and honestly, like my ten that I feel like would make it would be like, and this is just hear me out. Famous Dex, G Perico, uh, Lil Pump, Lil Skies, Rico Nasty, Ski Mask of the Slump God, Smoke Perp, T Grizzly. Trippy Red and Young Bands. Oh wow! Like I literally like was on Excel. I'm like looking at this. I'm like, let me move this one over. These. So that's ones. what you think the list is going to be, or that's what you want? That's what I think it would okay, be. Okay, okay. Because I was like, that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. totally different. Like if I had my choice, I'd want to see people like TK on there for sure. Yeah. I'd want to see like Hoodrich Pablo one. I'd want to see Rico Nasty for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like because then it's like I looked at it, but then I even have a list of people who I feel like would either turn it down or won't be able to make it. 
Now, help me pronounce, is it Lee Kelly? Oh, Lee Kelly 47. Le Kelly? Okay, yeah. Le Kelly. Right? I think so, yeah, Lee Kelly. Okay, like, that's her real name. Like, yeah, I know. And I was like, She's I need to know how to, I need her, but it's like, I don't know, like, how she feels about I always this. feel like they'd always have, like, one female. And for me, I look yeah. for the one that's the most pop accessible. Mm-hmm. Le Kelly almost seemed like a mass appeal signing type. Like yeah. the Davies, they pick her if she they wanted like the lyrical New York one. Yeah, and okay. she's good, but I feel like it's still everything about like her music videos are fire. It's like her following so is fire, but I also like Sweetie. Um, I she, need to she's her, um, she's cute. She's definitely looking pull that because I mean that one year we had Iggy and it's like that was just well she all was the looks. fan favorite pick like though, I don't understand apparently that. that's weird. I'm not gonna understand if you <laughs> but got like what's the same is it Valley. Okay, I still don't know. Volley or Valley? I'm still trying to figure that one out. I met someone who knew him, too, and he told me, but I, like, totally blanked. I feel... He's one of those who I feel like is on the cusp of just outside of it. Yeah. Because the good music co-signing... That good music signing? Like, that's huge. So, but... I listened to the project. (laughs) It was like, it's solid. Yeah. But it doesn't blow me away. And I feel like the thing with them is, like, you're looking for the superstars. Yeah. And so... Well, I don't know. I wouldn't even say that. Superstar? Yeah, true. I don't know. Just clout chasing for the moment. <laughs> but, um... I also want to see Sir. I like Sir. I thought he was too R&B, though. Yeah. Like, unless well, I mean, they, they had Ty Dolla Sign, right? And that was on the 12 one, where they did, like, two extra ones, and they got yeah, August and, then, and Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, So August. that's why I was like, if they do it, the TDE cosign could go a long way. But I feel like that's someone you include as like a oh we're gonna make eleven this year and he's gonna be like he's the, the bonus track one? okay yeah like, he's the like as a addition. freshman on his own I typically try to look at like okay who's more bad is that like perfectly like what I've been thinking for years like contributes to is that I think there should be a double XL or just not double XL there should be some type of freshman list of R and B yeah like artists because I think that would make more sense like yeah. and it would attract more. Like, fresh, you know, just viewership yeah. or just whatever. Because we're just over, like, the whole, like, highlighting these, like, artists that are either yeah. going to not be around in a few months or just, like... That last cover just... I've had conversations with friends. That one fell off so quick. What happened to Kyle? What happened to Amine? He I never, actually Amine. I like him. Amine seems solid. Like, he I think he seemed, like, a bit of a dick after, like, with the whole thing, <laughs> like, after that. I know with Kyle, he just never followed up with the hype of yeah. the I Spy track, which was huge. Like, I don't I was like, okay, so where are you? Exactly. Where are you at? Like, he's, I think he just <laughs> dropped another new single. Yeah, I was looking at having this conversation like a week ago with another friend. Yeah. And it, we were talking about it. It's like, Kyle never followed it up. He had the buzz to follow it up. Yep, he sure did. But, Because he even did Complex Con. I saw him do, like, some yeah. interviews and stuff. Like, he had something to follow up with. But yeah. nothing ever came. But... Yeah, that last list was was rough. We'll see what this next one is looking like. Yeah. But let's transition to one of my favorite segments, which is me talking shit, of course. Oh, I love just, this. Just gripes or Woo! just whatever is just annoying me at the moment. It's never Rick that fair. deep, Woo! but Rick it's fair. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so today, mm-hmm. it's just like I'm kind of over and just sick of this unhealthy over-the-top obsession of the 90s. Yes! And this is coming from a real 90s baby. I'm born in 92. Okay. And so it's like, I was, you know, up and around walking by the end of yeah, the 90s. You, probably you know what I mean? I've seen things yeah. and heard things. And so, because people be like, oh, I'm a 90s baby. I'm born in 98. And I'm like, okay. Like, how much of the 90s do you know? I'm 95. I don't even remember 9-11, <laughs> let alone the 90s. Oh, wow. Let's be real. Like, oh. I don't remember that. Like, Oh, wow. Well, so, so, yeah. It's like, depends on, like, where you were born. But yeah. me being a 90s baby, 
baby and being over it, you know, it's it's real at this point. Yeah. But I'm just sick of like people just constantly feeling like they have to, and this you know goes back to like recycling. Yeah. Like bringing back the same like type of stuff over and over and over, yep. where it's just like, oh, we gotta bring back this '90s style or like this no, '90s flow or haircut or swag, and I'm just like, put your starter jackets back in the like uh, cardboard <laughs> box, put them back in the back of your closet right exactly. behind those winter clothes you can't rock in the middle of texas thank you let's be real what are you doing like why do we have to do this like we do this half the year every year where it's like 90 swag for half the year and i'm just like can we do something else it's a great party something and it's like i get paying homage because that's important yeah i hate when artists don't pay homage homage when they enter the game and they sound very similar to something or a sound and they're not acknowledging it but that's different because like you pay homage and you move on and then yeah. you continue with your <laughs> whatever you're up to yeah. like some people have just been like so on the 90s tip and my point in saying all of this is that it takes away from the now like yes it, it takes away so much from the now and i understand the new and upcoming artist frustrations and yeah. why they feel like they have to get in these interviews and i like, feel like they have to dist pop Tupac yeah. or like Biggie because I'm I'm sure in their head they're like so so many people are so obsessed with the 90s like get over yeah. the 90s I'm here in your face right now yeah. ask me about me well I feel like the thing <laughs> like I think about it and I feel like now I think about it it's all these like gatekeepers they need new gatekeepers like yes. replace I like I love the interviews but like we need new Breakfast Club we need new Hot 97 cause I mean you think about you got the same people who were here when Preach. Biggie Boot Camp <laughs> Click came up and everything, we're gonna yes. go real old New York, like old nineties. Because let's be real, the ones who are the ones like talking about this are a bunch in New York. Yeah, I don't see like Big Boys Neighborhood yeah. talking about this. Yeah, true. It's East Coast, strictly New York, which hasn't been popping since probably Dipset. Let's yeah. be real. I think they're they're holding on to their prime years, and it's yes. like just let it go and embrace your new talent that you have coming up. Because like they to. they have talent in New York. Like Cardi B is New York. Yes. Like a Boogie is New York. Dave East is He's New York. But it's so. like New York doesn't champion them because they're so focused on the nineties. Yes. They were just like filling that void That's why Joey of Badass the nineties. Like, He's great. And yes, he like, was so frustrated as an artist in his own city because they were so focused on another timeline yeah. or time frame and like I get it I'm not saying like what these artists are saying are right and dissing the 90s it's just like I'm over it too like I think we should focus on the now like so many of the artists who are now were born like they're our age yes exactly like I'm sorry I was like I think I remember I looked this up I think Raekwon's only built for Cuban links like this legendary album (laughs) this was released like the Tuesday after I was born Wow. Like, that doesn't put in the time perspective. Wow. Wu-Tang was already out. Mob Deep was already out. I think Nas was already out by that point, too. I forget if that was, like, 95, 94. Yes. Like, I'm sorry. I was, like, I was definitely not listening to, like, uh, 22, 2s, or The Evils at, like, 3. <laughs> and this contributes to what From Myth to Legend was saying before with asking his question, is this genre a recycled genre? Yeah. Because... You know, constantly obsessing over the 90s encourages that. Because it's like, if we're constantly looking back, we're just going to keep doing the same shit. Like, can we be futuristic for a moment and think of, like, what's the new trend going to be? Yeah. Like... like, (laughs) It's cool. Give props. That's great. Recognize it. Like, I mean, people forget Future is like OG uh, or like BG Dungeon family. Yeah. Like, that's Rico Wade's cousin. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He came in as Meathead. 
And then he got the like new name because they thought that was a whack name. And then he's like a child of the Dungeon family. So it's cool. Give props. But then it's like, stop being so hyper-focused, especially on 90s New York. Like, yeah. that's annoying to me. Yeah. Like, y'all, y'all have great music. That's yes. cool. But. <laughs> Papoose is cool, but. Let's not go that far. <laughs> he great for loving hip-hop. Shout out Remy Ma. I would love a relationship like that. He's got the like city that. tatted on his hand. That's like. a great line. That's a great line from a Busta Rhymes remix. I don't yes. remember that. that. Touch it, bring it, babe. Yeah. Watch it. That, that, I love that remix. It introduced me to so many artists. And that line by Pat Poos was like yes. the one. But it's like the thing I love now is like I feel like people are giving shout out to old school southern stuff. Yes. Because let's be real. East Coast always tried to shit on the West Coast and down South. And that's what made always. the bond between them so cool. Whether it was like Ghetto Boys and Too Short or Pimp C too. Because I read Ooh. that Pimp C autobiography. Yes. Him and Short were like close. And so, for me, that was a big thing. But it's like, you look at the, what's that new 3-6 uh, Mafia freestyle everyone's going in over? Like, uh, oh, you know yeah, exactly what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, but it's like, that. someone's like, that is a 19-year-old track. And I'm like, shout out to 3-6 Mafia. <laughs> Got a bunch of chicken heads out here <laughs> plucking and stuff. Like, literally, Cardi B sampled Project Pat's chicken heads off of his Mr. Uh, Mr. Don't Play Everything's Working. Great album. Mm-hmm. That was like, I think, 01. 3-6 Mafia, that one I think it was off of their Unbreakables album, which I think was like a 99 release. But it's like, people are giving props to the South. How many No Limit references? Uh, yes. I love it. Right? I'm like, so glad and proud because I remember being like growing up in that era my mom had like no limit cds and she had like she's trying to get rid of any let me know <laughs> i'm so serious i know you are the guy yeah. who's always looking for like throwback cds yes. and covers and stuff but i remember she had this old throwback like vhs tape and it was no. like no limit comedy special and it was like the most ratchet like stand-up like comedy and there was like strippers and like oh my god i bet two of them were probably in it the miller was... family too let's be real <laughs> Like, if you put your own family on like that, like with Silk and Seamart, Seamart is dope. Yes. People sleep on uh, Oh my C. gosh. They're, they're real killers, too. But that's what I love about it. It's just like, I feel like you see so much appreciation for the South now. Yes. Especially like, and then I feel like the people who really pop in, they either uh, from the Bay Area, like g Easy, mm-hmm. and like even HBK with I Am Sue and Sage yes. when they first came up. Yes, like, that's why I've always like liked g Easy, even though I feel like Plain Jane is better than No Limit. That's a side argument, really but I like still like g Easy as a person. Oh, yeah. Like, he's always give homage to, like, where he's from, Cali, and where exactly. he went to school, which is in Louisiana. And it's not in the and corny like, way. Exactly. That's it's the big never thing. been corny to me. Like, looking back in hindsight, you're like, oh, haha, like the trends at the time. Yeah. But, because watching his episode, I was like, yes. oh, look at him in his snapback or, no, like, his like, clothing. I was like, wow, we've come a long way. Yeah, I remember watching, like, a No Jumper interview with Young L from the pack, and I'm just, like, remembering <laughs> oh, wow. that time period. Like, wow. Got my vans on. Okay, but anyway. I do. And so, just to wrap up the show, because we're, we're nearing to the end in the oh, outro. But we do have some <laughs> special announcements, or I should say one announcement. Starting April 16th, I will have my first theme week. Hey. And it will be Tea with Tea, which is Tea with Tammy, on the beach week. And so, all that week, I'll be supplying content all related to one big event, which is on April 19th. And it is the 78666 on the beach show in New Braunfels, yeah. Texas, at the Texas 
Texas Ski Ranch. Tickets available online. I'll post the link everywhere. Follow Tea with Tammy on Twitter to learn more about the show and check out the flyer. I'm the official media affiliate, so you can find me out there at the show doing interviews. I'll be doing um, podcast drops. And so if you want to be on the show, find me there at that show. And again, it's on April 19th, New Braunfels, Texas at Texas Ski Ranch. I would like to take the time to thank our special guest, oh, Christopher you. Tondre. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Where can they find you? Uh, I don't know if they want to. I'm really nothing special. <laughs> but uh, if you want to find me, it's literally just Kadizu on everything. Uh, that's K-V-R-I-Z-V. Is that how we're pronouncing that? That's my because it's Chris <laughs> in Japanese, but I spell oh, wow. it with Raider Hieroglyphics. Wow. So for me, it combines like my love for like... Japanese like animation from like Kanye's graduation uh-huh. with my love for like southern old school rap from like Raider Clan with Space Ghost Perp and everything so oh, I just wow. slapped them together and yes. so you can literally google that and everything that's gonna pop up is mine nice. from emotional notes on Tumblr Instagram <laughs> Snapchat even though it's cancelled shout out to Rihanna right? uh, Twitter you can probably find me in like the comment section of Two Dope Boys and stuff oh you're too funny but I gotta find you Lily, it's just, it's all there. It's all there. Like, oh, and I forgot to ask you so really yeah. quickly because you're into the graphics and cover oh, art you. and all that. So what do you think is like the best like cover art of, of like hip hop or what is some of your faves Ooh. if you can't really narrow it down if that would take too Favorites long? is definitely easy. Graduation by Kanye. That one got me yeah. into Takashi Murakami. That, okay. oh my God, that is a gorgeous art. Uh, <laughs> Aesop Rocks, Aesop Rock, not Aesop Rocky, Aesop Rocks, None Shall Pass by Jeremy Fish. That one first got me into like, oh, I could maybe actually do this. Because um, okay. I love the animation style and everything on it. It was gorgeous. Nice. And I think those are really like the two ones for me. They're just like huge. Like I love a what lot of What are some visuals. recent good ones for you? Like have you seen anything lately that's just like been like, hmm, that's kind of... Okay, now one I really love, he's a artist by true definition. Graphic designer, does his own cover, does his own music reproduction. Pros Taylor out of San Antonio here. I've okay. had the chance to kick it with him a couple of times. His stuff is just so on point. Like, he handles his own visuals, like, for music videos, for cover art, and I've seen, like, the growth of it and seen everything with his recent one, Dead Man Wonderland. And, like, I'm wearing one of his shirts right now, and I just love oh, nice. everything about it. Because it's just, like, it's incredible, in my opinion. <laughs> like, I'll fangirl, and I have no problem with it. <laughs> I like, love it's that dope. about you. And yes. he's a Leo too, so it works. And <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, he, probably more recently him. I'm trying to think. Any bad ones? Can you think of too? <sighs> what are some like horrible cover arts to you, really quickly? Uh, that I don't pay attention to bad graphic art. That's just <laughs> something I'll. I don't like. even see it. <laughs> I mean, maybe one I might critique is I wish Nipsey Hustles was better. For okay. Victory Lap. Yeah. I was looking at that cover because I, I was listening to that one before and I was like, this is a great album, but I feel like yeah. visually I'd want to see something different. True. Like really true. it's just like, okay, what well, that's black Maybach. You're like yeah. bottom third two th- bottom one third of it. Yeah. Like chiming up like, the deuce and like small text and it's like all black, which kinda clean, but yeah. <laughs> that's maybe like a basic. Yeah. I feel like it could be better. Yeah. So Okay, I feel you. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for being on this show. It was so exciting. It was long overdue. We'll definitely have you back in the future. I would love to. Thank you so much. Hopefully, it'll be a better setup because we we know what type of situation we're in, but we won't go into that. I drank all my tea. (laughs) That stuff was fire. Similar tea. We might have some spiked tea next time. You know, next season is gonna be wild. (laughs) I'm trying to let loose, but follow (laughs) Tea with Tammy on Twitter, Tumblr. YouTube, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, Facebook, yep. Instagram, the whole nine. 
Um, and again, find out more about the show that's happening on April 19th in New Braunfels called 78666 on the Beach. A lot of great artists going to be yes, there. Yes, lots of great artists, a nice lineup. Find that lineup on the flyer that I'll post along with this episode. Right. And Make sure to check out that Queen T EP. Yes, right? <laughs> yes, Queen T yes. EP. That trash EP. <laughs> you can check Stop. out. This is not AJ Bray early on when he. Had, I still got the AJ Bray's <laughs> trash hat. We, this is not the case. Okay, There's okay. Some funny so stuff. I got some bars. Peep the lyric video and everything. I'm still trying to figure out subliminals. I need like a oh, genius Lord. lyric breakdown. Mm. I'm stupid. I need help. I might. I might have to do. I'll sit in a chair and just like <laughs> dissect my whole lyrics. Let's get it. We're gonna have it like the announcement, old like LeBron James type oh stuff. Oh my gosh, that's We're hilarious. gonna get a bunch of little like kids. We're just gonna borrow from the local community, <laughs> put them in the background. Okay, so I see what we're about to work on. <laughs> but until next time, yep. sip some tea. <laughs> Woo!